We are back. We are back. Alan, feels real good to be back. Daniel, I can't even put it into words. You just, I'm try. Try. This is an it, audio. It thing. feels amazing. I'm smiling. What's that phrase? Ear to ear, mouth. Ear to ear. Ear mouth to, to ear. Mouth to make no sense. No, because no. whatever. <laughs> nope. Yeah. Uh, I am so pumped. Feels great. After how long was our hiatus? Two, I don't know. Three months. Something like that. We we took winter break off. And uh, now we're into the semester. Now ready to go. And more than ready to go. And, beyond ready. And uh, just to paint the scene a little bit for you guys. Um, and I'm thinking about becoming a English major. No, you're not. And becoming the writer. Okay, sure. Um, I don't know how my parents would feel about that. It's important to pursue your passions, but I don't think that's mine. But so you're pursuing something that people wouldn't like and is not your passion. Continue. 100%. Okay. So, uh, we're sitting in my apartment in Terrapin Row, University of Maryland, in my room with Cleveland Brown stuff surrounding us and some of my greatest high school sports moments. Outside, there is, um, there's a nice little common area. Yes. What's, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Courtyard. Courtyard. There's a courtyard with about... A dozen dogs running around, playing football with their, with their. I want to call them owners. That sounds very strong. Um, companions. With their with their best friends. With their best friends. With their human companions. With their human companions, just having the time of their life. Daniel, what do you think is a good analogy metaphor for what's going on out there? Um. I'm not exactly sure. Do we plan this? Because no. like, this kind of put me on the spot. I don't. That's okay. I, don't I, I feel so do. pressured right now. That's what uh, I kind of have an answer. All right, Brant. It reminds me of when the Browns are warming up on a Sunday, and all of the guys are like talking to the position coaches on the field pregame, getting stretched out. That's when the dogs are with their owners, right? Not owners, companions. Okay, so is is this a conversation on like how like. The owners of football teams, like, are we going into no, that? No, right Daniel, we're not. Remember, we're not a political podcast we're not. yet. We're, not. we're sharing that with everyone in about five minutes. That we've made the um, we made a big switch, but big, we'll big, we'll get there. Yeah, and then when the dogs are running around with each other, it's like they're warming up. And there was Allen's um, semi-weak metaphor of the pod. I think you just want to talk about the Browns if we're being nah, completely let's honest. Let's say that it's off season. We'll we'll give it a little break. Yeah. I mean, we we did kind of miss some stuff that we want to talk about. Um, Daniel, I disagree. We didn't miss anything? No. Nothing big happened in sports at no, all? Not that. We missed like part of February, January. We've been saving up. I mean, we didn't miss it. We were watching. Waiting. Waiting. You know. Like Dion. Ah. Ah. <laughs> you get it? I get it. Dion waiting. The star mm-hmm. shooting guard. He's playing good minutes. Yeah. Solid. Uh, yeah, what, what are some of the big things we've missed, Daniel? Okay, so, for one thing... Okay, I, mean, I got it. Last night, um, there was a big game between Liberty and Lipscomb, college basketball. Daniel, you dog! I stole it? I stole what you that, were going to say? That was it. Big win for Liberty on the road. We missed the most boring Super Bowl of all time. We did, I mean, we were watching it. I was watching it. Yeah. Um, did you see Trey Wingo? I did see Trey Wingo, that was hilarious. How dare you! Leave, don't watch! Can That's we, my Trey Wingo impression. Can we play it a little? Are we allowed to play it? Like, legally? Are we allowed to? 
Um, if anyone's studying law or is a lawyer, let us know. Here's the thing. What if, would be the legal issue? The, the thing is, if ESPN listens to this and is like, if ESPN's listening to this, it's already a win. ESPN versus Sock and Shaw. I'm down. Yeah. For Sock and Shaw Corporation or something like that. Would we be a C-Corp or an S-Corp? Just wait till sports. Probably an S-Corp. Just wait. I don't know what that means. Just wait till Sports Illustrated comes after us for the Sock and Shaw Pod Bod issue. Okay. This is this, the Sock and Shaw Pod. Sock and Shaw Pod Bod. Trust issue. me. Mm-hmm. Everyone, everyone loses in that situation. Okay. I think we lost. Um, we're gonna we're gonna try to not do any copyright infringement, but if we do, ESPN disclaimer. Yeah, we're two young kids just trying our best. We're just trying our best to we make have it. No intent to and, do anything. And but if we do, let's make this a like a really big publicity like show. You know, and also sue us words, publicly. In the words of Shawn Mendes, please have mercy on me. Take it easy on my heart. <laughs> Josh. <laughs> All right. So this is Trey Wingo um, via, via YouTube. We do not own the, the right. We, have, we do not own the rights to any of this. outside looking in is exemplary coaching. The problem is exemplary skip to it. doesn't rent. We didn't prepare this. I am not the audience the, super, the NFL is trying right. to reach. You're right. That's I'm right. throwing that out there, okay? Because I've been all in since I, since I can remember watching football. So they don't have. I've never watched a game for an announcer. I've never watched a game to be. Uh, I, I I love the game. Okay, I, lo- I love the game. Here we I, go. I appreciated Here the brilliance of the coaching. Oh yes, and that was enough for me. Right. What drove me it's crazy? Oh, here exciting. it comes. Here it comes. Including some of our colleagues here. Oh, this yes. game is boring. <laughs> it was. Oh. Entertain oh, yeah. me, please make me want to watch. That's so much Shut up! <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> if you don't want to watch, then don't watch. Wow. Go watch the Raptors and the Knicks. Go I do will. something else. But don't sit there for four flipping hours no, with your eyes glued to the game and say, Oh, this is so boring, but I can't stop watching. Oh, it's so boring. <laughs> Just shut the hell up. Oh, okay. Okay, so some some strong language from uh, Sir Trey Wingo, and uh, personally, I'm I'm usually a purist where it's like you know watch the game for the game, don't watch for the halftime show or the commercials. But you know what? The game was thirteen to three. There was fifteen punts, and as big of a Johnny Hecker fan that I am, <laughs> and I trust me, I am. Um, not exactly what I want. Like you know what you want to see. You want to see that like the NFC and AFC championship games are great. Um, the Super Bowl was not, and and that's okay to admit. That's okay. You nailed it. That's it's okay. O- it's okay that it was, but that's okay. Well, what, one thing I've learned about life is one of my friends, Jonah, Break it down. very very wise kid. Break it down. He lost the fantasy football semifinals, and we take our league way too seriously, like many people in this world. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Joe, like I'm sorry. It's like about what. I said, what do you mean? You just lost. It was it was that close. All you needed was who was that tight end? George Kittle? No, not so good. All you Delaney needed, Walker. He was hurt. Yeah, whatever. Oh, 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 Ian Thomas. Ian Thomas. All you needed was Ian Thomas to catch a six-yard pass or something, and he and he would have won. And he's like to me, guess what, Al? I'm gonna cry thinking of it. He's like, guess what? Sometimes in life things are gonna go your way. Sometimes they won't. Don't that, that that's just the way it is, and I think it's great when you have that perspective. Yes, be passionate about you want and go for your dreams, but when they don't 
go your way, be okay with it. I think that's huge. I mean, uh, I think Andrew Whitworth um, of the Rams, oh, yeah. he had a really good quote. You know, I didn't like that. He said after the game, like, it's really fine. Everyone dies anyway. Like, <laughs> whoa. Like, that, I end, like, you lost the Super Bowl, but then he's like, yeah, everyone's going to die. So okay. who cares? If he won the Super Bowl, what would he be saying? This is great, but I got to keep it in perspective. Everyone's going to die. <laughs> I strongly disagree. You strongly disagree? You think he would have been a little more upbeat? Yes. I bet you if we go through uh, Witty's... I'm going to call him Witty. Witty? If we go through Witty's past, past press conferences, we'll send this over to our research team. You will see nothing like that. He's 37. You know, He's a veteran in the league. Yeah. I definitely am not looking at his profile. I just know the age of Andrew Whitworth. Former just... Bengal. Wasn't he the head of the Players Association? Let's see. He's a first-team All-Pro twice. I get one point if he was. Yeah, well, are, we, are we back to Zero Dark Trivia? Yes. But you just gave the question to yourself. Mm-hmm. Okay, what, what college did he go to? Uh, Cincinnati Bengal University. No. Zero Dark Trivia. Zero points for Allen. He went to LSU. Um, but professional career? Um, <laughs> See if he... He has a touchdown pass. A touchdown reception, I mean. See, let, was he the head player representative for the NFLPA? Um, just Google it, bruh. I'm looking. I'm on his Wikipedia page. I I don't think so. Yikes. I disagree. Fine. Now that I look, he was a tennis champion, and now he's six seven three thirty. Now that he's I, a guy who's gonna be like. Six seven two forty in like five yeah. years. Now, now I'm gonna embarrass Daniel. Okay. Um, let's revisit your Todd Gurley take. Oh, uh, so um, if people remember, for um, you know our amazing listeners remember, I said that Todd Gurley would finish the season with thirty two touchdowns total touchdowns. Let's see what he actually had. Todd Gurley. and I was strongly on the side that he would not. But he was close. He finished with 21. That's only 12 away. But to be fair, like, he let three go just by stopping at the goal line. I can't predict that, right? Mm-hmm. So I was eight off, and that's not that bad. That's not that bad, right? Right? It's mm, pretty bad. He was mathematically on pace. And how was I supposed to know he was going to miss two games? Daniel, Wait, he was born it. in Baltimore, Maryland. That's cool. Cool. Learn something new every day. Should have gone to Maryland. Why didn't we get him? Yeah. Uh, Daniel, I want to... Um, so you shared your disappointment in the game, how boring it was. I did. Um, I was very upset. There was one thing I was looking for. Looking, fo- looking towards. I was looking forward to seeing... Tom Brady got a little scratch. Need to come out for a few plays and see the best quarterback in Browns history until 2018, Brian Hoyer, come in the game. Yes. That's what I wanted. Yes. Daniel. Uh, I was looking for Sean Mannion to come in. Why? Because I wanted to see the backup quarterbacks go against each other because that would have been really fun. I know people are like, oh, Brady is golf, new guard versus old guard, you know? But at that point, like, I didn't say this before the game. Like once, like no one was scoring, I was like, I just throw the backups in there and see what happens. Change it up. Let's let chaos reign in this uh, in this particular game. Not in general. We are an anti chaos podcast. What are your thoughts on? I should go without saying. What are your thoughts on the AAF? 
the uh, the American Allegiance of Football. Alliance. For, oh, Alliance. My bad. I'm sorry. Not the American Allegiance. American Alliance of Football. Mm-hmm. Crazy good name, by the way. Because mm-hmm. everyone knows, like, the American Alliance of Football. Like, it's a very cool way to... Nice shades, Alan. I just put on some dope sunglasses. Yeah. Everyone check out Meltwater Advertising. They see. gave, um, at the... Ooh. School of Business Career Fair. These are nice. I got them. I think they're advertising companies. Daniel, you should check it out. Specifically, um, their shtick, their strategy is their shtick. Yes, their their strat. Their like main. Their thing is their competence. They are a sole marketing consulting analytically driven meaning every decision they don't I think they don't really have like your classical 2000 uh, 2002 marketing but it's strongly analytically driven based consumer data Mm -hmm. I think you'd really like that cool by the way this is not even for the listeners this is just us talking I mean no offense you you can listen but um, stop eavesdropping okay Meltwater like did not pay us anything no, I don't know why they would, but um, they didn't pay us anything. This is not an advertisement. This is just an honest discussion about oh, a company. Also, yeah. we want to congratulate our um, parent company. Yes. Uh, Anchor. Yes. We love Anchor. Uh, but Anchor's the best. They, very exciting. Anchor was recently purchased by Spotify. I think the, the word is acquired. Anchor was, Anchor was recently acquired by Spotify. If you've heard of Spotify, Spotify is this cool thing where you can listen to any song. Including And if you podcasts. haven't heard of it, I don't know why you're, why, why, you know, you're listening to a podcast. Like, maybe they're listening to us on Spotify. Maybe they're listening to us on Spotify. On we Spotify. are on Spotify. Mm-hmm. Just search Sock and Shop Pod. And, and Sound, sounds exact, it's spelled, it's spelled exactly like it sounds. Figure that one out. <laughs> <laughs> um, but honestly, I can't wait for them to send us some money for helping yeah, them Yeah, I mean, acquired. I think we should get at least 5% of the, the total acquisition, right? Daniel, I'm about to pump us up for a minute. Okay? Let's go. Do you realize what we've accomplished so far? Refresh my memory. Okay. We've had an NBA Hall of Famer, Rick Barry, on the podcast. That's true, yes. We've yes. had an NFL player, Tabaru. That's also true. We've had some of the biggest names in sports journalism on our podcast. That's Robert true as well. Klemko, Mary Kay Cabot, the legend, George Solomon, our first guest ever. That's true. I could go on and on. You could. By the way, remember the KD rant? Who's KD rant? <laughs> K Durant. That's crazy. Kevin Durant's rant. Yeah. Kevin's Durant. Ah. Uh, Remember after... On our podcast? He came on? No, 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 not yet, not yet. So he was like, um, after a game, like, Kevin, why haven't you spoken to the media? He's like, you guys take everything I say out of context. Right. So now we're going to take it out of context. Kevin Durant now, joking. (laughs) But one of the main videos that went viral was taken by Mark Medina. Hey. Do you remember him? Is it Medina or Medina? I, I think, think we Medina. figured it out at the, at the time. It's totally Medina. Mark, I'm so sorry. Um, um, but yeah. And wait. we also had Connor Letourneau on. They're both Warriors beat writers. That was uh, NBA final season. Why don't we have anyone from the Cavs? Was it because um, they got absolutely destroyed in the finals? Yeah. Oh, okay. okay, fine. Wait, wait, wait. I'm trying to find Kevin Durant's rant. I feel like he posts a lot. He does. It's good. Yeah, yeah. Works hard. Talk for a minute, Daniel. Yeah, okay. Um, I was talking about... What was I talking about? Football? Was it about football? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a cool league. Um, I like seeing that uh, Christian Hackenberg has a shot. Um, who else in this also, league? Also, Trent, Trent Richardson's one, in this league. One more thing. Um, Thank you to 
everyone for you're one of 119 people listening on average on average an episode but thank sometimes so more much. sometimes less but thank you thank you for uh you know being listeners and uh being a part of this ride so alan are you close to finding the no, video? Keep talking. no okay i'm gonna keep talking um yeah it's a cool week it's something to to, to fill the time the void with no football um, personally, I prefer to watch like pro or college basketball, but you know, that's okay to each their own. You, you know, what really excites me about it? What? By the way, I do not understand why Johnny Manziel isn't in that league. He's in the Canadian football league. Yeah. I think I, what I, I do like, you know, just that like, I feel that it's going to get pretty popular just cause like, I don't know. It's fun. It's on CBS. That, that you know, I think the biggest the win, players are pretty good. The, you the, know? the biggest win by the AAF was the fact that they got strong national talent. Daniel, the gr- craziest thing is there were more views in the AAF game than the Rockets Thunder game. That's wild. That is so crazy. I found it. And I, I'm gonna use that to pivot. And I think I have a, a theory why people didn't want to watch the Rockets and Thunder. Um, it's because of James Harden. Why? Why? Because he plays the least aesthetically appealing style of basketball in NBA history. Hot take. What do you mean by that? Well, I mean that he takes, he dribbles for 20 seconds, shoots a contested traveling fall away three that sometimes goes in, but more often than not doesn't. Um, and then we're all, and then like, and it's like, ah, oh, like that's not a good shot. And sometimes it goes in, it's like, oh, he's a good shooter. And it call. does, like, and like everyone Brady because, drives and one like Yeah, it's just interesting. It's, it's not interesting. Um, like for for example, I would much rather watch um the Belmont Bruins play against Ohio Valley Conference rival um yeah, they Missouri no, I'm sorry, Missouri Valley Conference rival I don't know, I'm getting the I'm Murray State. Um Murray State's all like I didn't want to say anything with John Morant. I'd rather see Belmont want to play any game then watch James Harden play basketball. Are you serious? I'm 100% serious. They play a great motion offense. Uh-huh. You know, it's fun to watch them play. Dylan Windler, NBA prospect, had a 41-12 and 12 game a couple weeks ago. The, um, I'm not just saying that to, like, drop Belmont, but, you know, shout-out to Belmont. They're fun. Um, but just to say, like, it's isolation basketball is just not interesting to watch. It's not just me. A lot of people are saying, like, Yes, it's very. I, I think James Harden's a very, very good basketball player. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying I, I don't like watching it. Mm-hmm. I respect the stats he's putting up, but it, like he's scoring over 30 points like in 34 straight games, which is crazy good. But at the same time, in my was it yeah like 32 straight games in my mind, it comes with an asterisk because he's taking 30, like 25, 26 shots a game. His usage rate's 39. That's a lot. I find the usage rate to be such a fascinating stat. Yeah, you know who has um. I was looking at this yesterday. I'm going to look it up. But um, so I know everyone's been dying to hear um, the Mark Medina stat. Oh, yes. So on Mark Medina, his video of Kevin Durant rant, Kevin's Durant, Durant. Um, 1 million views. Wow. 1.3 million. To so basically, exact. that's like, since he came on the pod, that's like 1.3 million listeners. Yeah, oh, on our podcast, 100%. I think we should let Anchor know that we need a little bit of that, uh, of that you know revenue share 100%. from the acquisition. Fifteen that sound sixty-five retweets. How many? Fifteen sixty-five. One thousand five hundred sixty-five. Again, that's ba- that's like retweets on our pod. Five thousand two hundred ninety likes. Thank you for the likes, everyone. 
Let's look up NBA usage rate. You see um Pascal Siakam last night. Pascal Siakam is a dude. He's like hot he's take. like mini Giannis. Hot hot take. Hot take. No Kawhi Leonard. No problem. I agree. He would be having a I think Pascal Siakam is better than Kawhi Leonard. Okay, maybe that's a little too far. I think he has the potential to be better than Kawhi Leonard ever was. Or will be. Here, is that too much of a hot take? No, you're good. Because like Siakam's like tw- 23. You know, you know who has a really high um, usage rate that I didn't expect? Uh, Donovan Mitchell. That's he, not surprising. He eight, takes a lot of shots. Eighth biggest in the league. Yeah, let, me, let me look at these stats. It's really cool. Let's break it down. One second. It's my laptop. Also, since, <laughs> and since, I'm good. <laughs> since Boogie's been back, 27% usage yeah. rate. And Dana, why don't you... Here, why don't you explain usage rate for our listeners? You, you, by the way, second in the league is Tyler Davis of the Oklahoma City Thunder. Well, that Hawks. doesn't count. He's played let's, one game. Um, let's advance filter that out. No, nah, it's fine. We, we, we nah, can. we're advanced filter. Okay, so basically we usage rate is, is, um, is basically the percentage of possessions... For your team that end with you taking a shot, with a certain player taking a shot, or turning the ball over. Basically, wait, wait, I wasn't listening. Basically, okay, I'm gonna repeat for Alan. Um, basically, it's a stat that takes the percentage of how many of possessions that you end for your team. So, say Alan really? and I, say Alan and I are on the same team, and I take, say our team has a hundred possessions, and I take twenty five shots and have fifteen turnovers. Right, so my usage rate will be forty percent. Because I have I, I have taken tw- tw- I have taken twenty five percent of the shots forty percent of the of our total possessions have ended with me either shooting or turning the ball over so I was the last person to handle the ball so I never I know, I know what, that's assists, what it was assists I, aren't taken into account there is something called adjusted adjusted usage rate which takes into account assists so I totally misunderstood usage rate I just thought it meant how often they have the ball oh James Harden has it much more than thirty nine percent. That's a cool stat. Is there a stat for that, Daniel? Uh, I don't. I, I I tried to look for like how many dribbles he took just to make a point. I'm at like a couple. I I've been on this um anti James Harden train for like a good month and a half now. Basically, his entire streak where people are like, "Oh, James Harden MVP." I'm like, no, um, because I Why think not? it should it should be Giannis because Giannis has been the best player on the team with the best record. Giannisly though. Giannisly. Yeah. <laughs> Um, His name fits very nicely into the word honest, just to explain the joke Daniel, to those who are missing it. I agree. I mean, like... God, I agree. What, like, I think Paul George is above oh, James Harden. And Paul George, yeah. Paul George Paul George is doing it within a system. He's doing it within a system, and he's also putting up similar numbers to Harden with many fewer shots. And yeah, you're again, within a system and playing top-notch defense. Okay, let's say their stats out loud. Let's do it. We're going to analyze Harden, Giannis, and Paul George. Paul George. And what's funny is, like, LeBron's having a great year, too, which he's been out too long. So. I, Luke Walton's gone. I know. We have to talk about the Lakers at some point because I feel like they're interesting. I want to talk about Anthony Davis. Listeners, Lakers. are they interesting? Okay. okay, cool. They are? Great. Daniel. You get the joke, Alan? See what I did there? I asked the listeners, and I'm like, wait, it's live. But like, it's not live. I mean, it's live for us. So, like... We haven't done this in a while. We've decided it's live for them, too. It's live. Okay. James Harden's stats, 36-7-6, with a 44% field goal percentage. Paul George. Uh Uh-huh. 
Paul George is... Here, I'm gonna put up. Yeah, I can. Okay, yeah, Daniel's faster with stats. It's also my computer, so I can understand a little better how to uh, navigate. Okay. Let's use let's use basketball reference. Also, yeah. Well, I'll wait a minute so, for so, the Lakers. Again, our stat guy has moved on to you know the workforce. Probably working. He is working. Graduated. Um, and so we gotta have to do it on our own again. But it's good, you know, to. So yeah, in-house process. It feels very. It uh, it it feels very you know homey and you know kind of like, cool stuff. You know, just like a, it's just us. You know, us against the world. A hundred percent. Potentially ESPN if the, they listen and see that we use their so audio. So as clip. as we decided, Paul George and Giannis should be the MVP. Let's talk about the Lakers together. For a sec. Together, but we're just gonna move forward past that. hundred percent. I'm gonna look at Giannis. Yeah. So they get it's tough to pull everything up. I know, but I have it right now. Okay. Um, Giannis is averaging 27, 12, and 6. Okay. I think that's enough. Okay, What's cool. his field goal percentage? 58.1. Okay, that's 14 percentage points better than James Harden. Yeah, I mean, he plays differently. He doesn't shoot that many threes. That's okay. His effective field goal percentage is 59.7, which takes into account which takes into account um, threes. And I think, for, I believe, free throws. That's not where I want to be. Let's see what Harden's effective field goal percentage is. 54.6. So even taking into account three-pointers... Um, Giannis is better at with, with um, shooting the ball. Is, I don't think Harden's streak is... It's not as impressive as it seems. I'll say you almost nailed it. I think that it is... The impressive component is is that he didn't have a night off. He, he, has, he constantly has nights off. No, 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 no. He just no, keeps no, shooting no, no, until no. he gets 30. No, no, no. But what I'm saying, He's trying though, to get it. What I'm saying, though, is... On a given... No- yeah. I agree with you. Fine. It's not impressive. It's not like... He's shooting... You You watch them play. You turn them on. He's shooting every possession. He's shooting every possession. And it's not like... It's like, oh, yeah, like, great. Like, like, if you just look at the counting stats, like, I, I feel like a lot of people do. Like, oh, he had 38. And then you look, he shot 7 from 23 from the three-point line. Like, that's not how you play basketball. And I'm sorry. I may be a purist, but, you know, give me the Belmont Bruins every time. Um, so, yeah. I think I'll take Paul, Harden. Paul, Paul George and Giannis. Um, and I, I think... The last point, if you look at the NBA All-Star draft, James Harden was the second to last pick for the, no, amongst no the starters. To play with him. Yeah. No, and like people don't think he's that good. Okay, Daniel, I need to I need to share something. Brant. Um my journey with FanDuel hasn't been going well. Lay it on me. By the way, I've I'm going to say something about my own FanDuel beginnings of my journey and that's not great either. I like to think and I know I identify very good values, value plays. Are you saying like in life or uh, in the FanDuel? In the FanDuel spectrum. Okay. Every night, I, last night, Ivici Zubak, 4,200. I don't think that's the right. It's Ivica Zubic, I believe. V- Ivici right? Zubak. I don't think, I don't think that's oh, right. I'm no. not right. I'm not right. No. Whatever. I can't. I'm just. He I'm still sad. recognized the value, though, so it's fine. I recognize the value. But I never hit the studs. So, like, you didn't get Pasco Siakam yesterday. Oh, I did. I did. Oh, I did too. But here's the thing. That's I, a I, great value play. I have, I'm new. So they said, like, verify your identity. And I did. It didn't let me. So it didn't count. I had Giannis yesterday, who had 33, 19, and 11. How many times has that been done? I mean, how many guys have done it? Five. He's one of them. That's pretty crazy. And um, I would have had him, Pasco Siakam, Steph, 
um, and a few other guys, I probably would have gone in like. Excuse me. Whoa. What was that? What oh, was it was that? my board. It was your board. My noteboard. Yeah. Um, I would have brought in probably like $2, and now I, I don't have that $2. In the free contest. In the free contest, yeah. You can get money? Oh, maybe not. Can you not? I don't think you get money. Oh, I would have brought in $0, but a lot of pride. Um, so I guess it's not that big a deal. Yeah. Do you want to talk about the Lakers? Yeah, let's do it. Let's, let's do it. I've, I've watched a lot of Lakers basketball. I'm sorry. Um, no, they're actually... Not. They're 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 fun. They're just not. They're weird. They're they're playing as a classic LeBron team. They're not playing an offensive system. Okay. You when you've I, watched much more LeBron because of the Cavs over the past yeah. years. So well, just well, describe well, okay. what you mean. When so you say that. so let's first talk about Belmont, right? Yes. Why don't you talk about Belmont what their has gotten looks way like. too much uh, audio time, screen time, whatever. Nah, dude. Like, they're really good. What does know? their offense look like? A lot of motion, a lot of cuts, some quick seals. Nice stuff. 100%. And, and, but basically, you watch the Lakers, and it's the total opposite. It's, it's LeBron standing here and dribbling, and every once in a while, Rondo will take it and cut and pick and roll. But at the end of the day, you know what the most important thing is? And the Spurs have excelled at this always. Get your best players' looks within an offense. Mm-hmm. Yep. I don't understand why LeBron teams never do that. There's way too much Brandon Ingram ISO. I mean, you no, hear no what offense. I said? Brandon, Brandon Ingram. Ingram. What's his usage rate? Brandon, Brandon Ingram. Okay, let's see. I'm on the Lakers page now. His usage rate is. This is you have to make that sound when you're looking up stats. It's, it's, you have to. His usage rate is twenty two point seven. Is that high? that's high? That's pretty high. That's not that's not for crazy. Brandon Ingram. That's not crazy. And let's see LeBron's. In, in I'm saying at the end of the day, you got Kyle Kuzma, LeBron James, two very Kuzma's. LeBron's amazing, is thirty. Okay, it's pretty. And 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 I don't understand why you're not running an offense where these guys can. JaVale McGee is good at basketball. He is. Yes. Hot he take is, for all of the haters. The dude can play. It's true. You have an ex-Rondo, one of the greatest point guards of our time. Point, pure point guards. Okay, okay. I'll give you that. Give me a starting five of, I don't want Ingram in my starting five. I wow. Rondo, Ingram, James, Kuzma, McGee. Who should my fifth be? Moritz Wagner. Close. Josh Hart. Eh. I think Josh Hart's very good. KCP can shoot low-key. Josh Hart from Silver Spring, Maryland. Really? Shout out to the 20902. Daniel, why why do they not run an offensive system like Belmont? Why? Because it's not what you do in the NBA. NBA is pacing, you know, they But I'm saying at the end of the day, you look at the Spurs, they always but also, do. Like, you, you, teams teams run systems, D. I know, but what what I'm saying is LeBron teams never have. The, the they never have. They they've run they they've always ran um, a double high horn set. Check this out, guys. This is good stuff. They've always Who, ran the Lakers? A, what the Cavs? Cavs. Okay. They've. I remember vividly. There are many times they've run a double high horn set for our, our listeners at home. That means there's two guys at the top of the key, and then two guys on wings 
who mm-hmm. and, and then one guy usually it's like a one four with like two guys like two two guys up right. uh, on the elbows to, right, to right, set right. screens exactly. or get the ball one and four guys as all a, in the same line with forward. each other and what they do a lot the two guys on the wings the one guy on one side will rub over the double screen okay and then they they did it with J.R. Smith a lot he would do that J.R. would get it then maybe there'd be a little pick and roll and then it'd turn into ISO ball mm-hmm it would be the first seven seconds of the shot clock, and then ISO. I don't get it. Turn on Belmont, the Spurs, the Warriors. It's a thing of art. It's not... Right. It's mo- yo, yeah, There's constant movement off to, of the ball. To be honest... To be honest, yeah. Honestly, it's not that hard to run a system. It's not. The like, Warriors even, system... Even, even when pe- we play pickup with random people, we get ball movement and player right, movement. Pe- people, people watch... Um, Basically, we're better than the Lakers. Right. People, people watch... Um, there's all these breakout videos of the late, of the warrior system. Right. You and know I, the warrior system. But at the end move, of the day, they have, a, they have a few different sets that they run consistently. And at the end of the day, when you mix it up with the best players of the world, and you make some... It's money the bank. And once someone, someone always says, oh, LeBron is the system. No, that is the exact issue. Yes. That is the exact issue. And my boy, Phil Handy, you know Phil Handy? I do not. The assistant coach on the Toronto Raptors. Um, and he was a former assistant coach of the Cavs. He had this amazing Instagram post that I am mm-hmm. going to read. And Phil Handy was one of the big like emotional leaders mm-hmm. on the Cavs 2016 team. Um, Phil Handy. I'm trying to... Here. You ready for this, Daniel? Okay, wait. I'm pulling up some stats on how much people... NBA advanced stats are... Here we go. Here we go. Phil Handy. Goat Sundays. People always ask what it's like to coach guys like King James, Kobe Bryant, Kyrie Irving, Kawhi Leonard, and many others. Great players want to be coached, period. They want to be challenged. People think they are great players because they are... Oh, I skipped a line. They want to be challenged and pushed. It's quite the opposite of what most people think. Mm -hmm. They are great players because they are coachable. Great players also challenge coaches to be great. We all need to be challenged to be great. Accept the challenge and be great. Everyone's like, oh, LeBron isn't coachable. Nah. You you always see on Team USA when Krzyzewski talks, when Popovich talks, Mm -hmm. his ears open up. Right. They open up. LeBron's and, a, a basketball and, and people savant. Are like, people are like, oh, he's the GM of his own team. No, LeBron. I, I, I'm confident. For the Cavs, David Griffin, LeBron were both very clear. All respect you to LeBron James. I'm the general manager of, of this team. Mm-hmm. This is my job. Yep. And LeBron's like, at the end of the day, my job is to win. And yeah, they talk like any good organization would. Yeah. But I think, it. again, obviously I don't know, but... One plus one kind of equals two. I think people really view LeBron incorrectly, and I think people too often. Luke, can I tell you a big issue I have with coaches? Yeah. And it's the Hugh Jackson effect, I'll call it. The Luke Walton effect. Luke Walton gets so emotionally invested that it's very bad. It's understandable. Emotionally invested in what? Okay. But it's good to be emotionally um, invested in your team. I'm watch I like watching the way people um react to things. I'm looking at the bench and coaches a lot during a game. The Lakers gave up like a three with like two seconds left on the shot clock, good defensive possession. 
and he's pissed. He goes like that or something, like smacks his legs and goes, mm-hmm. dang it. The best coaches are always composed. He he was it looked like he was kind of upset at his players. Right. Versus the best coaches always go out there and chew the refs out, you know? And and like Steve Kerr. You mm-hmm. saw he lost his mind the other night. Yeah, he was right there. That was awesome. And and it's you lose your mind to support your players. And and I think there's a very um it's co- coaching LeBron obviously isn't easy. LA there's a lot of pressure, and I don't know if Luke Walton's the guy. Hmm. What do you think about the AD? Anthony Davis? I think that um, before before we, we move to the yeah. trade deadline. Yeah, stuff, yeah. That's what are your thing. thoughts on the Lakers? I, I, I don't know. I agree with you. I think they're going to end up being like the sixth seed and they're going to be the three seed. And like You think they'll make the playoffs? Yes. I think. How many be, games out are there? Two. That's it? They have LeBron. They're going to make the playoffs. Um, the, LeBron's going to turn it on. They're going to start winning some games. They LeBron? have the guys. A lot of things, most times like with LeBron teams... I mean, he missed a lot of time, which hurt them. But also with LeBron teams, um, he has a lot of shooters around. I never really liked like that whole thing. I like I you know, when you have basketball players. But the thing is, like, it worked when you have LeBron kind of doing everything and having shooters in different spots. Um, it's not super, super nah, sustainable Daniel, for LeBron. Listen. But now, but now they ha- they're trying to do the same thing, but with without the shooting, and that's where they're running into a lot of problems. But their biggest b- bigger problem is they give up like 120 points a game. And that's like a factor of youth and um, lack of discipline. Um, and it's an interesting thing I pulled up. This is more of a, a again, a James Harden thing. The Rockets, um, as a team, have traveled over, have moved, not traveled, but like, I mean, James Harden's traveled a good amount, but pointless shot. You um, see when Josh they, Kuji blocked him? Oh, yeah, that was great. That was great. Um, they, per game, they go, they, they as a team move. Like they had just player tracking stats and cameras really? in, in every single court. So they uh, per this? game they go they um travel as a team a combined ninety thousand three hundred three feet. Seems like a lot, right? The next lowest team is nine thousand four hundred three hundred sixty eight ninety four thousand three hundred sixty eight feet per game. So they travel like as a team they move four thousand the... fewer feet than the next lowest. Is team. that the least in the league? Yeah. The Sacramento Kings, as a team, run 9,000 more Click feet. on it. Click on it. No distance feed. It highlights the order. No, that, that was the uh, Can I see it? It's so cool. Rockets are... And then go to the top. Sacramento Kings, Hawks. They play with a lot of pace. When you play with pace, man, it's beautiful. The That's Spurs. True. They're number three feature. That's crazy. A team of veterans. Right, because they move of, offensively. Of Marco Bellinelli, LaMarcus Aldridge, DeMar DeRozan, Patty Mills. And I'm, I'm purposely leaving out the young guys for bias purposes. But just can, I, can I show off Bryn for a minute? Bryn Forbes. Can I show off for a minute? Bryn Forbes. Derek White. Jaco Podol. Jaco Um Podol. Um, you got Lonnie Walker. You got... Did I say Davis Bertans yet? You have not said Bertans yet. Bertans. They, 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 they're so many vets and they're moving so much. It's, I know. Go back to defensive rating. This is distance for you. Defensive rating. Very cool stuff. Yeah. So I, I just think it's interesting the way I look at the league. I mean, the Warriors and Lakers are close, but if you isolate offense, how, how, or, or isolate speed, um, how much, how fast they move, like their average speed offensively. The Warriors are four point seven three, which is miles per hour, I assume. 
and the Lakers um, are far slower. So I just think that's interesting that, you know, we're, again, we're talking about moving off the ball, moving with pace. Cut, it's not just about cutting, it's about cutting hard. And the thing is, the Warriors, they know they're, gonna get, they're getting shots when they move. They know that Draymond or Steph is going to find them, or they're going to be able to, like, when Steph passes the ball, runs to the opposite corner, and then, like, re, re, and then spots up, and then Clay is spotting up on the other side. There's a lot of different things happening. While in the Rockets, it's one guy dribbling a lot, and everyone else just watching. And I, I, I see them, like, just get disinterested. If you're watching the Rockets, you see them, like, I don't mean to pick on the Rockets, but I do. Um, if you watch them, they're just, like, they, like, they're just waiting for the shot to go up, and then they're like, eh. And he's go back on defense. You think that was an example of last year was their year? Last year was their year. Everything was clicking. And now it's kind of just like a... You, you know, hot, semi-hot take, warm take? Yeah. Um, things can really come together there. Oh, yeah. With definitely the starting can. five it definitely of can. Chris Paul, James Harden, Kenneth Fareed, Clint Capella when healthy, of course, and mm-hmm. Eric Gordon, or if you want to put someone else in to maintain that unit like they got Shumpert now. I know he's getting minutes. Um, they, well, watch out. I think the Oklahoma City Thunder is a very interesting team. I agree. Um, before we get to that, I think we, we were going to talk about trade deadline. I think we should get to that because that was big. I was uh, sitting in accounting class and I was like, whoa, Marco Fultz got traded. But that wasn't even the biggest story. I think the biggest story was the, uh, the trade that didn't happen. And that was Anthony Davis. Sounds like some dirty stuff went down. Yeah, it sounds you know definitely some tampering, whatever whatever that means. Yeah. Everything's tampering. You go out to dinner, it's tampering. But is the but the agents allowed to talk to the team? I don't. Yeah, I don't. It, it, a lot of it's like it's I. I mean, I don't blame Davis for wanting to get out. Like Snapchat texting. There's Snapchat. Yeah, and it's gone. You can't even see it anymore. Yeah. They, they forgot to save the chat. That's a big mistake, you know. Um, Dad, I know you didn't understand that last reference, and I'm sorry. I'll explain it to you I at a different I time. My parents did. My parents definitely didn't. So my parents are tech savvy. Yeah, they're cool like that. Yeah. So, um, I thought we were going to talk yeah. about the State of the Union. We were. Ah, shoot, we missed that. Mm. Spoiler alert: We're not a political podcast. We don't really we, know. We kind of want. We be. could be. I know. I got some hot takes these days. Really? I'm not saying in any di- what direction. Just like. I'm passionate. I think should should we offer like a premium version of Sock and Shop Pod <laughs> yeah. where it's about politics, but you have to pay a lot of money to hear it because like no, at, if at, you want us to actually get sued, no, I'm joking. <laughs> no, at, at the end, that would actually explode. Well, I don't know what you would say. I, I'd probably be pretty straight down the middle. You know, uh, just I mean, like, at, at the end of the day, I'm very passionate not about the current political state, about the United States of America. Yeah, one of the greatest countries in the world. One of the greatest. Oh, the greatest country. Wow. Ever. That's pretty patriotic of you to say. Yeah, yeah. it's a great country, Daniel. Look at us. We're, I mean, if you think back back two... to two thousand eight, like when Dwayne Wade was coming off the bench, that's a pretty cool country. Yeah, no, that was one hundred percent. Just, dude, it's crazy how it's it's just amazing. Can I just do a quick aside? Yeah. If you guys have time, listeners out there, check out the highlights from the two thousand eight Olympics basketball, and just look at Dwayne Wade. Wow, that's all I got to say. Gotta watch vintage Wade. Can you gotta you watch vintage D Wade. I gotta watch vintage all these guys. Yeah, yeah. Like that that Jordan guy. Who? Jordan Clarkson. Okay, um, Jordan Clarkson had forty last night in a loss. Uh-huh. For the Cavs. He had thirty. I mean, I'm sorry, forty. Forty one. Forty one on thirty four shots. Dude, Jordan vintage Clarkson Jordan Clarkson. If you were an NBA GM on any team, what's one move you needed to do that you didn't? 
that I did like like what what move would I make? Uh-huh. Like like if I was like what te- what player would I pick up if I was like an expansion team? Any, no, any no like if you were any team. I don't understand your question. Okay. If I'm being completely ask honest. Me the, ask me the question. I don't know what you're asking. Okay. So if I was the Portland Trailblazers, okay, get the ball to Layman every I time. Failed, I failed the trade deadline. Why? We needed to get Tobias Harris. Hmm. Interesting. They got Enos Cantor though. Okay. Cute. The thing is, I think awesome. I don't know. I, I think. The Trailblazers are doing pretty well. They're good. They're a good team, but you need that wings. Tobias Harris is a dirty player. He is so good. Not dirty. He's very good. Like dirty and like in the in the kid sense, like that. You know, that was a dirty move. Like it means good things. Right. But in a kid sense, dirty means like you have mud all over yourself. But it also means like, cool, dope, amazing. I don't think kids say. Like little kids? No, not like little kids. Like like I don't know, like sixteen. Your brother's or... birthday, by the way. Which one? Youngest. Youngest. Jacob. I don't know if we should share that, you know, because people can like take his information. Yeah. That'd be bad. It's, it's in little... it's in November. Okay. If you're looking to get a gift. Um, oh, his half birthday is coming up relatively soon. May. In three months, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't. I saw a great tweet the other day. I hate when people say. Um, my son's 24 months old. Like, nah, he's six. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. He'd actually be three. Um, <laughs> yeah. Data analytics. Yeah. Um, so, for Anthony Davis, he requested a trade, and uh, the Pelicans were like, nope, we want six to eight draft picks from the Lakers. And the Lakers are like, no, that's crazy. And then it fell apart. Um, don't get greedy. You don't get greedy. They could have had... Right now, they could have been... Instead of throwing out Anthony Davis, who's, who scored three points in his last game because like everyone's trying to tank, um, they uh, could have had Kuzma, Ingram, Ball, and, you know, Ivica Zubic. They, they, they literally... And now they have a toxic environment ending oh, the yeah. season where they lost by 38. They only scored four or six points. What was it? And... And and Daniel, they're so stupid. Pardon my French. Like stupid. Oh, you could have had a Trey Wingo said hell. Like we're, well, this is what I was doing in class. I have a picture of. He it. was taking notes and studying. Let me find. Oh, breaking news! Markeith Morris has agreed to sign with the Oklahoma City Thunder. Excellent. Well Sham, a Shams bomb. Ugh, Shams. But yeah, it's like Anthony Davis. You know, it, it, he got booed at home just when checking, just for checking in. Like that's not what you want. I think I think this whole thing kind of blew up in everyone's face. What about when Ennis Cantor kissed the court? That was funny. Then he airballed. Okay, here's my notes from class on February fifth. Okay, let's see. Um, what, what class was this? I'm trying to figure. Business statistics, maybe. Oh, see. You can't really tell. Nothing. Oh, I don't know. Starters: Lonzo, Drew Holiday, Kyle Kuzma, Julius Randle, Jaleel Okafor. By the way, shout out to Big Ja. I, I remember, I remember, I, I told a lot of people before the NBA draft that um, he should be the number one pick over Carl Anthony Towns, and we all know how that worked out. So, good job, past Daniel. Todd Gurley, uh, Brandon okay, Todd Ingram Gr- off the bench, Josh Hart off the bench, Ivici Zubac off the bench, Contavious Caldwell. How many people off the bench? Well, all, I don't think Alfred all these guys. Alfred Payton off the bench. I don't think Pope multiple. Was yeah, he was. He was? All I, of them? I based this. Yeah. 
All six it of them? It was an offer of Lonzo, Kuz. It was like the KG trade from 2007. Lonzo, Kuz, Ingram, Hart, Ivici, Zubach, and KCP in draft picks. Stupid, stupid. That's yeah, a that, fun that's a team. team. That's a team, basically. And now we're starting Etwan Moore, Solomon Hill, hey, shout and out to Darius Moore. Miller. And shout out to Purdue, who, I mean, like, anti-shout-out, Maryland whooped them, and that was a fun game. Shout out to Bruno Fernando, Anthony Cowan, the whole Terp crew. Daniel, I kind of want to go play some Fortnite. Do you want to wrap it up? Uh, yeah. Um, should we finish with a hot take? Yeah. Uh, Todd Gurley cool. next year is going to have 32 touch. Okay. I'm not going to do that one. Huh. Um, but I will do this. The Dallas Mavericks, in adding Chris S. Porzingis, oh, yeah. are setting some, themselves up to be a perennial contender in the West for the next 10 years. After the Warriors era? I mean, I'm not, uh, say, I'm, not, I'm not saying, like, winning the championship every okay. year, but I'm like, I'm, like, saying, like, top four in the West every year. Okay. Love that. Good hot take? I agree. Yeah, great. Nothing else? Nothing else to add? Um. Oh, I think there was something else. Oh, Markel Fultz on the Magic? My, now I need another hot take. Markel Fultz won an MVP with the Orlando Magic. Every, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go... Jonathan Isaac's been playing well. I'm going to go down on that hill that Markel Fultz won an MVP. He could be 38 years old, like... Six man still, you know, or something. Who He's still will get the jumper first, Markel or Ben Simmons? I say Markel. I say Markel also. I think the I think that was a high five. I think um, yeah, I think Markel is gonna end up being good, pretty good outside of that. I think the Sixers environment was really bad for him, and I think you know, being in Orlando will give him a chance to be with a coach who wants to develop, and they're not trying to win now. Basically, all Who's the guys on the team, um, Steve, Steve Clifford, Steve Clifford. Clifford. Um, they're just trying to develop. Mo Bamba, they're developing. Isaac, they're developing. Gordon, they're still developing. You know, he's the guard there now, right? Yeah. Like, who is their guard? DJ Augustine. Augustine. How is he still? He's he's so solid. He's so solid, but I don't know. So solid. Like, but like Ray, Raymond Felton was play, like put like yeah. had like fifteen points yeah, a couple nights ago. Luol Deng. Luol Deng. Do you see that? Yeah. He played thirty some minutes. Oh, and that's not been... nice to Luol Deng. He's old. Yeah, he's, old. he's probably so tired. Yeah, still. Yeah. Um. He, like I I I played football a couple weeks ago. Yeah, you did. You know, threw some bombs. But the thing is, my arm was not ready for it. Uh, so that was a rough next two days, or I couldn't really do stuff. I just some another closing thought. One more thing. Spring training started. Oh yeah. It's always spring Ooh, somewhere. We should talk baseball. We should talk baseball pod. next pod. We're gonna we're gonna talk some more baseball because we're getting into it. Um, go Yankees. I and that's that's it. GG in the chat. We are out. Alan, what's GG in the chat mean? Before we before we go. A lot of Fortnite streamers. Yeah, I don't understand say that. Say like good game in the chat or something. Yeah. I don't know. I don't get it either. Yeah. I hope it's appropriate. Yeah. You know, I, guys. It should if it's not appropriate, just skip it. Enjoy you know, All Star Enjoy All Star Weekend. Oh yeah. We should be back relatively soon. Yep. Either next week, two weeks. We'll we'll, we'll try yeah. to But this was a blast being it back. It was. We're back. We're back. Have a good one, guys. We're out. Oh, you know, man, you know, man, you know, man.